We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the Christian Arcan Show is brought to you by Unified Office in their revenue-producing restaurant phone technology. And now, a Boston original on Boston Sports Original. It's Christian Arcan on WEEI. And that will be the last play of the game. So they've now won... Three straight here in this, what has been through the years, a home of horrors for them. Come out in great shape in terms of the playoff hunt. Not so for New England with a mark of six and six. Is he somewhat cordial? cordial I'm not quite sure how I want to describe that. I, I, I don't but, know. You know, meanwhile, it's for, what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> The 24-10 is the final score. All right, welcome in. Hello, good afternoon, Sports Radio WEEI. It's me, Arkan, here with you until 4 o'clock. And we got football all night. I know I said it's baseball season, it's hockey season. I meant around here, all right? Like, there's good football going to be played uh, tonight. Uh, maybe it won't be good. We'll see. But I do know that it's uh, certainly important as it comes to the uh, playoff structure and everything that's going on. This week, by the way, Stiz, I don't know if you feel the same way I do. This week was a short week, but it was the longest week ever. Amen. I mean, this was the, one of the longest yeah. I can ever remember. And I we did shows during COVID, during quarantine, during all these things, and it dragged. I mean, really, there's been. But I don't know that I can remember a week quite like this one where it just seemed like each day was just took forever. And it's not because, you know, of anything other than the uh, horrible news that we saw on Monday night and just the drip of information that came over the next couple of days while we all sort of sit here and wondered, is this uh, season going to be finished? Is this person going to live? Like, it was, oh, it was was tremendously uh, intense. And I think you described it perfectly as, like, the drip of information. You know what I mean? It's like every day I was on Twitter, like, all right, is there good news? Like, what's going on? So, that you know, it's a perfect way to describe it. Yeah, um, I'm I'm glad we're to the end of this week. I really am. Um, in some ways, I'm kind of glad that we're towards the end of this Patriot season as well because I feel like this season has been about as frustrating as uh, any Patriot season there's been in quite some time. And it's I think we can debate that. I know it's not quite over yet, so we'll see what happens if they uh, manage to sneak through. There's two paths, two paths for the Patriots right now. Um, there's two roads. One of them is you win tomorrow. And you go to the playoffs, 
and you play the Chiefs in the first round or you play one of these teams in the first round and uh, you <laughs> give it a you give it the old college try. Okay, making the playoffs with a uh, 500-ish record is not something to be super proud of, but it's better than missing it. And uh, I think anybody who's saying, oh, no, I don't even want this team to make the playoffs, you're lying to yourself. Of course you want the team to make the playoffs. Uh, You know, this is not (laughs) – this isn't the NBA. Uh, In the NFL, sometimes there's upsets. I'm not saying the Patriots are going to have one, but the Patriots, for better or for worse, one thing they've been known for this year is scoring on uh, kick returns, scoring on uh, pick sixes. Those type of plays generally have a huge momentum swing in a game, and usually the team that scores on a turnover or scores on a kick return wins the game, and the Patriots do this a good amount. Like, that's – you know, it's not like a rare occurrence for them. So you get a a pick six in one of these games? Who knows? Uh, Just saying. Anyways, that's one road, (laughs) okay? You pick six your way to the uh, division round, all right? Something like that. That's one road. The other road? The other road's the more realistic road. The other road is the uh, darker road. But the other road is you lose tomorrow, and that's another year without a playoff win. It will be a year without a playoff appearance unless... Unless a series of events happens, which we'll get to in a little bit. Oh yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do playoff scenarios today, folks. That's happening. Um, if you lose, it's another year without a playoff win. It is a below five hundred season. It's a middling draft pick. Um, but most importantly, it's a another season without a postseason victory. And the owner of the team made it pretty clear back in the uh, back in the spring that that's something he wanted to see change this year. I don't know what kind of changes would come if uh, if they were to lose tomorrow. I don't know that there would be a major major change. I just heard uh, Ken and Chris talking about the immediacy of uh, Bill O'Brien maybe coming in and Matt Patricia being reassigned, which really you wouldn't even have to do, by the way. Matt Patricia's not the offensive coordinator. You bring in O'Brien, make him the OC. You're not actually changing anybody's uh, official title, are you? You may be reassigning some of their duties, but (laughs) he wasn't the offensive coordinator then. He's not going to be now. Um, Would that happen immediately? I could see that. I could see that. I could see that as a response to uh, to this season. I do think that a move like that, especially if it happens the day after, like if this happens on Monday, like that to me I think would be a, a pretty weaselly move by the Patriots' brain trust. We know that was a problem this year. We're aware, okay? We all watched this offense together. We all know it didn't work. But maybe don't throw the guy under the bus who was put in this position uh, and really shouldn't have been. Okay, let him have a little bit of dignity before he uh, before he gets reassigned. That would be that would be my my thought, because, well, I think we all agree. Matt Patricia is not particularly good at being an offensive play caller. It wasn't his decision to put him there. Okay, he may have volunteered, but he wasn't the one that okayed it. He wasn't the one that said, yes. I like this. I like I like this whole thing, all right? Patricia with the beard and the pencil and all that, calling the offensive plays. Yes, make that happen. <laughs> like I don't think, you know, that that came from somewhere else. That came from the head coach, that came from the big guy. And uh that's why I think if you uh if you immediately do something like that, you're you're kind of letting Bill off the hook a little bit. Or maybe Bill's letting himself off the hook a little bit. 
You lose tomorrow, and you've not only missed the playoffs, but you have taken a dramatic step backwards. The type of uh, decline, the type of regression that generally puts a head coach on the hot seat. Uh, Bill O'Brien, when he was the head coach in Houston, you'll remember the trajectory there. He had a couple of good seasons with that team, and then things started to regress. Things started to go south, and they cut and ran. That's usually how it goes with head coaches in the NFL. And listen, (laughs) you know, the big day's coming here. There's going to be some coaches let go. Bill's not going to be one of them. But you're going to look at some of these coaches who got fired and see what they got fired for and look at the way that the teams went and look back at the Patriots and say, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This team took a step back too. A big step back with a young quarterback. A preventable, preventable self-induced error that may have cost them a shot at the playoffs, may have set the franchise back several years. We'll see. We'll see what the future is for this offense and for Mac Jones and for Matt Patricia and Joe Judge and Bill O'Brien, whoever it is that comes in, if someone does. I don't see how I mean I don't see how you can come back and bring this group back next year. I know Bill always says, you know, I don't like it when my uh, coordinators are here for a year and then they leave, which first of all hasn't happened in a while, and second of all, uh, don't think you're going to have to worry about that this year, buddy. You don't first of all you don't have coordinators to to lose, and second of all, I don't think anybody wants those guys calling the offense. You may lose your <clears throat> defensive play caller. Um one of them anyway. You may lose Gerard Mayo. Uh, who's got his trash bag out like everyone else, <laughs> getting ready to getting ready to load up all their gear and, uh, and and take it home? Trash bag game. This team used to play hat and t-shirt games. Got a trash bag game coming up tomorrow. Um, that's that's emblematic. I think that is emblematic of how far this team's fallen. And it's not. It's not like they were riding high and now they're four and twelve. It's not like they won the Super Bowl last year and they got eliminated like the Rams this year. You know that was that was unfortunate. The Rams also had a ton of injuries, uh, devastating injuries, and no draft picks coming up. So good luck to them. It's not like the Patriots fell that far. The Rams are spiraling out of control, but the Patriots have fallen. The Patriots have fallen backwards, and I think that that may even be the case, even if they do sneak in tomorrow. And they could sneak in even if they lose. If they lose and Jacksonville wins and Cleveland wins and the Jets win, then the Patriots are in. And so they could be a playoff team even if they get the living you-know-what kicked out of them tomorrow, which, let's be honest, we all are sort of expecting, aren't we? It's hard to imagine this team going to Buffalo and winning even if all of this hadn't happened this week. Even if every single thing that happened this week didn't happen and they just played a normal game, (laughs) the Bengals and the Bills, they played a normal game, one team won and one team lost, and now they're coming in to play this one, I'd still think the Patriots are probably three-score underdogs. Las Vegas disagrees with me. (laughs) Vegas has, I think, seven and a half. The line moved to half a point. Opened at seven, moved to seven and a half. (laughs) That's, wow. (laughs) I know. Listen, I'm, I'm a guy on the radio. What the hell do I know? Uh, but I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's going to be ugly tomorrow. So uh, go Trevor Lawrence. Go Joe Flacco. 
<clears throat> and damn you for making me say this, Patriots, but go Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Like, you know that this is this is what it's come to. Now we have to now we have to hope and pray that Deshaun Watson can beat Kenny Pickett. Uh, this might all be moot, by the way, tonight, as uh, that Jacksonville Tennessee game does kick off tonight. We're I believe going to be carrying it, right? I think we're carrying both games here. Uh, we're certainly carrying uh, Kansas City and uh, and Vegas. That's coming up right after me. So uh, keep it right here on Sports Radio Weei uh, all night long, like you weren't going to anyway. Um, but yeah, if uh, if Trevor Lawrence wins, Trevor Lawrence beats Dobbs, <laughs> which probably will. Um, then the Patriots' dream of uh, <laughs> backing into the playoffs about as horrifically as you possibly can uh, will still be alive, uh, resting on the arms of Joe Flacco. That's another one. That's that's nice. Nice to have your hopes and dreams all come down to the right arm of uh, Mister Flacco there. By the way, that's nice for the Jets, isn't it? They can't even get their lottery pick quarterback to go out there and play in a garbage time game that doesn't matter for them. <laughs> plastic bag game. Indeed. Indeed, Gerard. It is a plastic bag game for your New England Patriots uh, tomorrow. Um, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. we got a packed show for you today. Uh, very excited. Uh, going to be talking with Joe Sway Pavone. That's coming up at 2.30. Joe Sway uh, going to be jumping in, talking Celtics with me. We will take a football break uh, in the next hour. Also at 3.30. Very excited to be talking with Deuce, Mike Dussault, Patriots.com. Yes, from the inside. I, You know what I'd like to ask him? What I'd like to know from the people inside the building over there? What the hell is going on with these suspensions? What? What? The punter suspended? What did the punter do? And Jack Jones. Jack Jones, I thought, was going to be your next great draft pick. And now you're suspending him. He's not going to get paid the last two weeks? Oh, that's going to go over well. <laughs> I really I really hope he did something bad, all right? I, not that I hope he did something really bad, but I hope it was an actual violation and not some Kendrick Bourne, oh, you didn't have the right pads in, so we're going to bench you for the whole year. Like, I hope it's not something like that. You know, I hope he didn't look at Matty P the wrong way or, uh, you know, talk back to Steve Belichick or something along those lines. If you're going to be uh, cutting the guy and not paying him for the last two weeks of the year of this promising rookie on your team, then uh, I hope it's uh, I hope it was worth it. Let me put it to you that way. 617-779-7937 is the phone number. Uh, Joe Sway and Deuce coming up later in the show. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that I don't think is realistic. We're going to talk about the ways in which the Patriots might actually win the game tomorrow. There's a path. This Bills team can be beaten. Can they be beaten by the Patriots is the question. We'll uh, answer that next right after trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Patriots will get two key players back Sunday in Buffalo as Marcus Jones and Devontae Parker cleared to play. Jones and Parker both dealing with concussion symptoms. Jones only missed last week while Parker has missed the last three games. Five other players questionable. They are. Jonathan Jones, Jalen Mills, Brendan Schooler, Jonu Smith, and Jacoby Myers. Another roster news, Jake Bailey and rookie Jack Jones have been moved to the reserve suspended list. According to Mike Reese, Bailey and the team had differing views about his ability to return to play, and multiple sources say that Jones was late to rehab sessions for his injured knee. I hope it's more than that. I really do. He was late. He didn't miss the sessions. Okay. Uh, the Bills have a clean injury report. They got an energy boost. DeMar Hamlin had his breathing tube removed yesterday. 
FaceTimed with his teammates on Friday. And other NFL news, Skylar Thompson getting the start for the Dolphins Sunday against the Jets. Miami needs to win, and the Patriots lose in order for them to make the playoffs. Celtics wrap up their four-game road trip in San Antonio against the Spurs. They'll tip off at 6 o'clock. Yes, the Noah Vonley revenge game. Uh, Bruins will play their second of three straight games in California. They battle the Sharks, 10-30 puck drop. Red Sox officially announced the signing of Justin Turner, a one-year deal with a player option for 2024 to make room. They have DFA'd Darwinson Hernandez. I'm Christian Arkin. That's what's trending now. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back to Christian Arcan on WEEI. His dad said the first thing that he's going to ask when he wakes up is who won the game. And sure enough, that's what he did, man. And as teammates, you, you love hearing that response, that the first thing on his mind wasn't, you know, poor me. It was, how are my teammates doing? Did we win this game? And that's powerful in itself, man. And I don't think people really understand the, the bond and the relationship and the brotherhood that you have as an NFL team, especially this one here. Guys love each other and we really do it's josh allen uh with the damar hamlin update as uh, the bills spoke the other day christian arkin here with you sports radio weei boston sports original remember you can listen to eei on your smart speaker just say play 93.7 weei 
Um, how can the Patriots possibly win this game? How can they do it? How are you going to beat a team that's A, better than you, and B, just got this incredible news that was such a relief and such a, a positive thing when it seemed like the worst was about to happen? Um, that's a feeling that is hard to describe and it's hard to replicate. You know what I mean? Like when, when you think the worst and then you get saved, you know, you get good news instead of what you think you're going to get. Like there's not, it's, it's so, uh, it's hard to quantify it. It's hard to quantify what that does for a, for a sports team, you know, I mean, for, for just anybody, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a real thing. It's it's very real, but it's hard to sort of know exactly how these uh, professional athletes will will deal with it. The emotions are going to be incredible. This is Buffalo, first of all, which again, even if all of this hadn't happened this week, was still going to be a raucous environment, a game that still mattered for playoff seedings and a chance to bury the Patriots for good. You kidding me? You don't think they're going to be uh, burning tables and burning their zubas out there in the in the parking lot, digging their cars out? It's been a tough year for Buffalo. They've had all these blizzards. They had to play, I think, two games in Detroit. Uh, they had that horrific mass shooting at the beginning of the year, and then they have this at the end of the year. And by the way, not sure if people know this, their radio announcer just had a stroke. I'm not even kidding. Like this is for Buffalo. This whole thing. This is an unbelievable. A series of just tests for these guys. And it's been going on and on and on and on all year. Um, they, they getting this news about Hamlin, him addressing the team on FaceTime? Asking, did they win? I mean, <laughs> are you kidding me? You can't write a script that has a scene in it like that. Um... It was uh, it was really something because whether you're a Bills fan or not, or even if you're not even a football fan, my wife, you know, I, these people, it's just it was it was one of those things that affected you. Everybody who was either watching when it happened or saw it later, I mean, it it left a mark on you, and that was from people watching on TV. I mean, there was players; those players, they set up a big wall so that the cameras wouldn't see the paramedics resuscitating this person you know they wouldn't see that they were all looking right at it you know it's traumatizing and that trauma while this news is obviously uh great news for them that trauma is not something that's always predictable those the trauma is sort of a funny thing you know like you can you can be happy one day you can be triggered by something another day and i'm not trying to you know talk about everybody like their feelings are you know, like, they're not football players. Obviously, they are. They're competitors. They're football players. But you never really know with stuff like this. Some players react uh, and and elevate when stuff like this happens. You remember Brett Favre? Uh, his father died, and he went on Monday Night Football, and I think he threw four touchdowns in that game. Um, Isaiah Thomas, after that horrible thing with his sister. Uh, there's plenty of examples. Um. And for Buffalo, I mean, that's that was the whole team. That affected the whole team, not just one of them. Not just, you know, Josh Allen or Stephon Diggs or something. That was all of them. The coaches, the players, the trainers, uh, everybody. Everybody who was there as, as that whole thing unfolded. And they had the front row seat to it, you know. Um, with that being said, 
The uh, emotions of the week aside, I do think that there's been times this year that the Buffalo Bills have looked vulnerable. They're a good team. They're certainly a better team than the Patriots. But they aren't, uh, they aren't indestructible. They lost to the Dolphins this year. They lost to the Jets this year. Zach Wilson beat them. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Now, when I say Zach Wilson beat them, I know Kyrie Thompson, if he's listening somewhere, is groaning right now because <laughs> I said that to him on one of our text changes. He said, Zach Wilson did not beat the Bills. He did. He beat him. He was the winning quarterback. <laughs> the defense did most of the work. But that, listen, the quarterback's record got one win better after that game. It did. Um, there have been really close calls for the Bills, too. They almost lost to Detroit. They almost lost to the Dolphins a second time. They only beat the Jets the second time by one score. And uh, there was one other one. Who else? Oh, uh, they did beat the Chiefs. They did beat the Ravens. But those are some close calls in the middle of the year. One score win over the Browns. Field goal over the Lions. So two teams the Patriots handled. Um... I say all that to say that Buffalo can be beaten. There's teams that have beaten them this year. They're not they're not a juggernaut. They're very good. They're not a juggernaut. There's been times where I thought they looked kind of sloppy this year. Um there wasn't much that worked for the Patriots when they played them in that first game. That's obvious. The, offensively, I mean. That was the game where the only touchdown came from that screen to Marcus Jones, which was mwah, delicious, but come on. Other than that, nothing worked. Mac Jones threw for under 200 yards and that one touchdown, and if you took out um, the uh, Marcus Jones play, then you don't have the touchdown, and it's like 150 yards. That was a screen, and kid did all the work. So, you know, like, that's just sort of... Uh, an example of why people maybe aren't super confident here. But the other side of that coin is that the Bills only scored one touchdown in the second half of that game. The high-flying Bills offense, which in the first half was very good. Reminiscent, I think, of that Bengals game, if you think about it. The Bengals in the first half of that uh, game with the Patriots carved them up. I mean, it was a hot knife through butter in the first uh, in the first two quarters. And then in the second half, they shut them out. Uh, the Patriots defense shut that team out. And I know that they started playing more conservatively. They were trying to preserve their lead, obviously. I get that. And I think Buffalo was doing that to a certain extent as well. They were still converting a lot of third downs. And the Patriots were playing their bend-but-don't-break defense, which, again, you know, is, uh, is a, a choice when you're down. But they had, to, uh, they had to try it, and they were able to hold Buffalo to just one score. Only problem is that, you know, at the very end of the game, they had that big – remember they had that big 17-play drive? Just to get into field goal range, <laughs> like, it was that was a sad that was a sad drive. Seventeen plays just to kick a field goal, you know, like that was that was a whole lot of nothing. Um, and that was their most effective offensive output, really, other than that one play. It was it was a slog. 
and kind of emblematic of what this Patriot season has been in a lot of ways. This season has been kind of sluggish, you know. There's been some flashes of, uh, of, of good things, not really on the offense, but in other aspects of the game. Really, Marcus Jones, Kyle Duggar, Ramondre Stevenson has had some uh, highlights, but it's been, it's been tough. This has been a very tough and frustrating season. Um, can the offense slap something together? They've had two extra days of practice uh, that Buffalo did not have. Is that going to matter? I kind of feel like, no, it's not. That Bengals game, you know what? The Bengals game has sort of ruined me for this team and their preparation on the offensive side of the ball anyway. That Bengals game, do you remember what the offense looked like in the first two drives of that game? That was when they went run, run, pass, and on the pass play, the two tight ends ran into each other, and uh, both were injured. Not both on that play, but they both ultimately were injured. Um, then on the second drive, it went run, run, pass, and the pass was supposed to be a screen that Jones audibled into, and none of the three wide receivers who were bunched up on the right side ever turned to look for the screen pass. They all started blocking. <laughs> he goes, all right, we're changing the play. He says what he says. He turns to throw the ball, and all three of the guys uh, who were over there, they're all blocking. No one's, no one's ready to catch the ball. They're all blocking for no one. <laughs> it was just those were the those were the first two uh, series of the game. Those were like that was off the script, you know. <laughs> that, if that's what they scripted, you'd hate to see what they're like freestyling. And I know in the second half they did have to freestyle, and it actually ended up working out okay. Mac Jones audibled into a play. Uh, Jacoby Myers got the touchdown pass. When they don't do what the coaches tell them, they end up actually scoring some points sometimes. So that's a big key to this game. Don't listen to your coaches. Do whatever you want. <laughs> You know, on offense, don't listen to them. They call in a play, just just turn your uh, turn your headset off. You know, you call the play, Mac. What's the worst that could happen, honestly? It's going to look worse than the offense that you've been practicing? I'm not sure that that's really even possible. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm at the point now where I think Mac Jones would be just as good of an offensive coordinator calling his own offense. You know, it's like when a perp, like, defends himself in court. <laughs> you know, it's like that same kind of thing. Let him do it. Let him be the coach. Who cares? How much worse could it possibly be? Or let Brian Hoyer call the plays in or something. I don't know. Uh, th- that'd be fine. If you want a snowball's chance in hell in offense here, I think that's the only thing you can do. Uh, 617-779-7937. That's the phone number. We know it didn't work. Um, the run game did not work. And if the run game's not working tomorrow, then forget it. It's not, it's not happening. The one way I see the Patriots winning the one way I see them competing is if they can run the ball and keep it away from Allen in that offense. Take the crowd out of it. Pick up first downs. Can you do that? Can Stevenson do that? Can Harris do that? Um, is that is that possible? Because they went down early. Uh, the Patriots did. Went down early um, in the first half. They They suddenly had to throw all in the second half. They were down, I think, 17-7 to 7 at the half. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> you're not – I don't know what you if you expect to be able to uh, come back against this team. That's uh, You haven't come back against anyone this year. The Mac Jones experience hasn't had a whole bunch of fourth-quarter comebacks in it, you know? It's mostly been a lot of embarrassing endings, and that's not even necessarily his fault this year. Uh, those two humiliating endings in the, the last couple of weeks – or the two prior weeks, I should say, were not his fault. 
They were Stevenson and Myers' fault, <laughs> okay, not Max. But uh, it's been it's it's not been the type of season where you uh, where you feel good at the end of these games when it's a close game or the Patriots have the ball with a chance to win or tie it or something. It's just, you know, like you, you wait for the wire to break and the piano to fall on your head. That's what I that's what I wait for now at the end of these games. I don't know what else you'd expect. Can they slap anything together? Got to run the ball. Got to be able to run it. If you're relying just on Mac to throw and throw screens and, you know, whatever, I know you got to get the ball in Stevenson's hand some way, and if they start stacking the box, then you're going to have to go down the field. Um, I'm glad Parker's back. I'm glad that Devontae Parker's back. I don't think that he's some great player, but I do think he's one of the uh, guys that can catch 50-50 balls. If Mac is forced to go downfield, I'm glad that Parker's a guy that he's going to be able to throw to. I hope Kendrick Bourne gets to play. Uh, can can we maybe have a truce with Kendrick Bourne and Patricia and Judge and whoever else doesn't like him? Can you put your differences aside for a couple hours and let the kid go out there and run around and play and maybe score a touchdown and be your best player, which he's been a couple of times? Like, you know, is that is that too much to ask? Based on the news of today, I'm thinking maybe it is. I'm thinking maybe it is. This Jack Jones uh, thing, the suspensions that have been doled out, we do have an update on this, by the way. And uh, surprisingly, I know, stop me if you're uh, if you're shocked to hear this, Jake Bailey's agent, whose name is Doug Hendrickson, not super thrilled with the uh, with the proceedings. He released a statement, the agent did, saying, while Bailey was on IR, he never missed a treatment, a meeting, or a practice. He was hoping to come off IR to play last weekend, but Jake was informed he was instead going to be suspended these last two games. This comes as a surprise, given his full participation during injured reserve. We have filed a grievance to fight this unknown suspension. Okay, well, <laughs> that, that doesn't, wow. sound, doesn't sound good. <laughs> I mean, he's he's the punter, right? So maybe they just sort of figure no one cares about the punter, I guess? Like, ugh. I think Jack Jones's agent has released a statement as well. Um, I'll try and hunt that one down. Uh, but I know that Reese just tweeted out the uh, the other one. Here is, and yes, this was from uh, yesterday, um, the uh, agent for Jack Jones, whose name is Jay Tucson, and he says, I'm aware of the situation involving my client Jack Jones. Jack is focused on recovering and getting back to helping the Patriots as soon as possible. Regarding the suspension, it appears to be based on miscommunication regarding Jack's rehab process. I'm hopeful we'll reach an amicable res- resolution for both Jack and for the Patriots. Signed, Jamal Tuzan. Um, Okay. That one, a little less forceful, I will say. I don't know this uh, this agent, but I can tell you that that Hendrickson guy was a lot more gung-ho about, you know, my clients being wronged here. Uh, Tuzan's like, ah, maybe there was a miscommunication. We're going to work it out. Nice amicable resolution. Hopefully, whatever he did wasn't too bad. <laughs> you know, like, hopefully, whatever this was wasn't something that uh, is going to really, really hurt his career and hurt my money. <laughs> if I'm his uh, agent, that's probably what I'm thinking. So we'll see what happens there. This thing with the punter? This thing with the punter sounds a little bit different, doesn't it? That's strong language. He never missed a treatment, a meeting, or a practice. He was hoping to play last weekend, but was informed he was going to get suspended for the last two games. When they said it was a suspension and that it was uh, due to a difference of opinion, what was the, what's the actual words here? Um, the teams had differing views about his readiness to return. 
When you hear that, what do you think, Stiz? Yeah, I don't know. I hear that, and I think he, the team wanted him to come back, and he said, oh, no, I'm still injured. I can't come back. And they were like, come on, you cheesecake, get out there. Let's uh, let's hear about the uh, well. Yeah, this was Bill's. This was Bill's dodgy answer. Listen to Bill. Do you anticipate Jake Bailey punting from the team this season? No, he's ineligible. Do you anticipate he might become eligible? Or no, his time period expired. It expired. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yep. Thank you. Nope. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Bill. Jeez. I know. His time period expired. Yes, right. And that's why he's suspended now? Because his time period expired? No, no, no. He was uh, he was suspended. And I believe when you're suspended, you don't get paid. If Jack Jones did something and they're punishing him, fine. It seems like they're just uh, screwing Jake Bailey over because he sucked this year. And he did suck this year. And the kid they brought in also sucks, too. But, like, <laughs> you know, this is, this is, this is kind of ugly. This is sort of an ugly thing. Like, this happens right before this very important game. A game that I would love for Jack Jones to be playing in, by the way. I don't know if that... I don't know if he was ever going to be coming back from that injury. But (sighs) suspending him the last two games? Suspending a rookie in his rookie year? I mean, like, that's... That's a move. That's a statement that you're making right there. And that's a statement you're making to a guy who was rated out to be one of the top corners... Uh, in football at certain points this year, and certainly one of the top rookies. Fourth-round pick. Now, he was a fourth-round pick for a reason, of course. Um, I didn't think that there was anything he was doing this year. I mean, I'm not there at practice, so I don't know. Late to rehab sessions? They're going to suspend him for two weeks and not pay him because he was late? I'd be, even if he missed the rehab sessions, like, it seems kind of extreme, doesn't it? Even if you miss the thing, like, it's a rehab session. He was late, but he, he showed up, and now he's suspended. Like, I don't know. This whole thing seems weird. I think there's probably more to this story, so I'll refrain from commenting too much, other than to say the timing of it and uh, everything else doesn't look great. It doesn't look great over there in Foxborough. Kind of looks like, you know, get it together, guys. Like, what What the hell is this? Uh, 617-779-7937 is the phone number. Let's go to the phones. Talk to Scott in Rhode Island. Hi, Scott. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? I'll make it quick. They're going to get crushed tomorrow. <laughs> and that old fight, he is ruining this franchise completely. I'm kind of glad it ends tomorrow. Get rid of Mac, and I wish Kraft would get that rid of his dumb ass. All right. Thanks for the call, Scott. I believe he was talking about Bill Belichick there. If I had to venture a guess, um, I don't think that uh, that's realistic. They they're too close to making the playoffs to fire Bell. Even if they miss it, and I think they're going to, but even if they miss it, they will have been competitive in the last week of the season. They will have been on the cusp. They would have been a fringe playoff team. You know what I mean? Like that's it's hard to say. If they had gone from uh, the playoffs last year to four and twelve this year, or four and thirteen, whatever. <laughs> I keep I keep doing that. I keep whenever I say like records, I still do the sixteen games. Uh, you know, like uh, five and twelve or four and thirteen or whatever. Then then maybe this conversation would be a real conversation, but they aren't, so it's not. I don't think. On the other hand, I don't know if you guys saw this. I may, maybe I'll save this for later in the show. Yeah, I'll save this for later on in the show because I did want to talk uh, about this at length. There was a report out there about uh, the Dolphins and Mike McDaniel's job potentially being in danger. 
I saw that, and I my antennas went way up. I saw that, and I thought, huh. If the Dolphins lose to Joe Flacco, which right there, I mean, it is. Hold on, though. It is Joe Flacco against Skylar Thompson, right? Uh, Joe Flacco could maybe beat him. Um, if that happens and the Dolphins are out, then could McDaniel's job be in jeopardy? McDaniel and Greer and uh, you know the rest of those rest of those guys over there. I, I don't know. But if it was, McDaniel's is out on the street. Did you see what he did with Tua this year? You see what he turned Tua Tagovailoa into? And I understand that the concussions were not uh, treated all that well, I don't think. But, like, Tua was leading passer in the league this year. He turned him into Dan Marino this year uh, before that all happened. So, I mean, <laughs> something to think about. Because you got a quarterback here who took a major step back. You want him to you want him to get up to speed? Mike McDaniel might be your guy. If that if there's any truth to that report. We'll talk more about that a little bit later on. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Steve in the car. Hi, Steve. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon, Steve. It's about time everybody just shutty up and be Patriot fans. Patriots gonna win. We've got the playoffs at stake. The kids lived great. It's gonna be everything's gonna be okay. Okay, so I guess uh, we can go home then. All right, Stiz, thanks. You can play Wrap me up. up. All right, see you later, everybody. I guess we're going to win tomorrow, and we should all just – did he say shutty-uppy? Shutty-uppy, yes. <laughs> Is that like a new thing? Is that – I don't know. The guy sounded like an older gentleman. Maybe that was like a cool expression back in the 60s. I don't know. I've never heard that one before. Shutty-uppy. That was uh, that was interesting. Um, can we all just be Patriots fans? Buddy, I'm a Patriots fan. You think I'm not a Patriots fan? You think I, If I wasn't a Patriots fan, I wouldn't care about this. It wouldn't. It wouldn't upset me. It wouldn't compel me to speak about it. All right, God, we're all Patriots fans. Look, can we all just be Patriots fans? Yeah, sure. We're all Patriots fans. We can't have an honest conversation about this team and this game tomorrow. Ugh, God, it's, it calls like that annoy me. Six one seven 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 nine. Especially when they say stuff like "shutty uppy." Time, everybody, just shutty uppy. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is your phone number. Uh, if you want to keep calling, I got to tell you. <laughs> Call That call may have turned me off from the phone line for a while. Tough act to follow. It certainly is. Uh, we'll uh, come back with some playoff scenarios right after this. Covering Boston sports and beyond, we're back to Christian Arcan on WEEI. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor offered this on the proposal earlier today. Quote, we just want the rules to be followed. When the game is canceled, you turn to winning percentage. You don't have to make up the rules. It's black and white in the rule book. Then when we point out the rules and we're told they're going to change that, I don't want to hear about fair and equitable when that's the case. It's opportunities lost for us. We had control, and now we don't. There are positives for a lot of teams, negatives for us. Those were the words of Bengals head coach Zach Taylor. That wasn't him saying them. That was uh, ESPN. I don't know exactly who that was talking, actually. But um, I can tell you that that was what Zach Taylor was saying. And uh, he's none too pleased about the uh, compromise that the NFL reached on what to do about potential uh, AFC championship game between two teams that didn't play the same amount of games, what to do about a potential wild card matchup between uh, the Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens, where that would be played. And Taylor has a legitimate beef there. He does. They changed the rules. They did. Used to be, and the rule was that you just go by winning percentage if a game gets canceled, and uh, that's the way it gets done, and that's what they're doing. And this time, nope, they're uh, they're they're doing something else. They're flipping a coin. 
<laughs> if it even comes to that, which it may not, uh, all of this could be moot. But I see what he's frustrated about. I certainly do. Um, more on that in just a second. We have some breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. All right, here's your breaking news. Patriots just tweeted it out. Jalen Mills and Jonu Smith have been downgraded to out for tomorrow against Buffalo. Um, Jonu Smith, target in the passing game, not, you know, big impact player or anything, but certainly a target of uh, Mac Jones's and Jalen Mills in the already thin secondary. He'd been downgraded by the team uh, for his groin injury. This will be the sixth straight game that he's missed. Uh, for Smith, it's the second game that he's missed. Um, the other three players who are questionable, Jacoby Myers, Jonathan Jones, Brendan Schooler, are making the trip to Buffalo and I would imagine will be playing. But uh, Smith and Mills will not. So there you go. Uh, 617-779-7937. Real quick, um, I already told you who to root for in case the Bills, when the Bills, crush the Patriots tomorrow. I told you who to, who to root for. Just a quick refresher. Uh, tonight, you're going to want Trevor Lawrence to beat the Titans. Do I have that right, or does the Titans have to beat Trevor Lawrence? I've been, I said that like four times now, and now I'm starting to question myself. Maybe it's the other way around. I'm going to open up the old playoff machine here and just double check. Let's see. Jaguars, Browns, Jets. Yes, okay. It's the Jaguars have to beat the Titans. That's right. That's right. And then the Jaguars would be the four seed. If the Jaguars lose to the Titans and the Bills beat the Patriots, then the Jaguars would have the seven seed. If the Titans lose to, or if the Titans beat the Jaguars and the Patriots beat the Bills, ha, then um, the Jaguars are eliminated. So they have something to play for, certainly here tonight. Um, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Let's go to the phones. Talk to Nate, who is in the truck. Hi, Nate. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, Nate? Hey, how can you not put the blame on Bill and look at Bill and go, hey, look, enough's enough. Go from... No defensive coordinator, no offensive coordinator. Um, these stupid suspensions to bringing in Cam Newton to picking and kill Harry could have had Debo Samuel and or AJ Brown mm-hmm. or um, it's all of it. That's why you can lose Jared Mayo. You brought he brought in Bozo number one, Bozo number two. How many times are you gonna give this guy a pass? Like he's he's long in the tooth. He's acting old school. You don't have Brady. He was able to do these things when he had Brady because it was a Patriot way. He can't do that anymore. You can, it's a different league. And everybody keeps saying, well, if you get rid of Bill, who are you going to bring in? Let's go to the McVay tree. Let's go to the Andy Reid tree. You can find somebody. Yeah, you might fail before you succeed, but we have to go that route. You'll never know unless you go that route. And from what he's shown us from the decision making to set Mac Jones back, so look at these uh, free agents that he got two years ago. Mm-hmm. John Lou Smith, was he worth it? No. How about Hunter Henry? Was he worth it? No. Nelson Aguilar, how much did he pay him? Was he worth it? No. He, this guy, I'm telling you, everybody wants to go, Bill's the greatest coach, Bill's the greatest coach. In play, absolutely. But what Kraft's major problem that he has created 
is over the years, he's given this man way, way too much power. Thanks for the call, Nate. He has given him a lot of power. Bill's demanded that power, and he's uh, succeeded enough that Kraft felt like it was okay thing to do. And Bill's been wielding that kind of power since he first got here. I mean, remember what he did to come here? Like that, you know, I resign as the HC of the NYJ, and I'm coming to the Patriots because uh, they bent the knee to me. And they're gonna they're gonna set this up the way I want it. And it's been like that ever since. And it's been very lucrative. And you're right, Tom Brady was a, the driving force of it. I think that's clear now. Without Tom Brady, that thing doesn't get off the ground that same way. That's for sure. You had Mac Jones back there in 2001. I'm not sure you're having a, you know, he comes in for Drew Bledsoe. I'm not sure you're having that same kind of season. Um, 617-779-7937. That's the phone number. Let's go to Steve in Fall River. My good friend, Steve. Hi, Steve. How are you? How you I'm doing? I'm glad you called me a friend. I consider you a friend. I consider you a friend, Steve. I really why do. Bill said, Bill said in a previous interview why he came. They were loaded, as in loaded. He didn't have a quarterback problem when he got here. He had a defense that was loaded with guys. Mm-hmm. So he came here to the second most prolific team in the AFC during the Pete Carroll era. People forget that. Pete Carroll had the second most wins as any coach in the AFC, including Bill Cowell. Only the Denver Broncos had more achievements from 97 to 99. He came to a team that was loaded. He promptly brought them to 5-11, and 11, I might add. Wasn't looking very good. I don't want to keep going over history. It's all well known now. Last year, we played the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs, and we kind of saw where we were in the world. And it wasn't a pretty sight. And during this 20-year reign, we heard that rule number one, goal number one in camp is win your division. Well, lo and behold, we had a whole season since we played the Buffalo Bills, and we're going to play them again this year, one year later, and we're going to see where we stack up and how much progress we made in catching the Buffalo Bills. And i got to tell you, Christian, we're going to fail that test again. I'm not going to fail it. Bill Belichick's going to fail it. Yes, Steve, thanks for the call. We're up against the break. Otherwise, I'll let you go longer because I agree with what you're saying. Um, the, uh, the way this season's ending is going to be the same way the last season ended. With an embarrassing loss to the Buffalo Bills, I'm just that's that's what it looks like. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. There's your phone number. We were going to switch gears to Celtics next hour. We're going to push that off a little bit because uh, there's a little bit more meat on this Patriots bone here. We'll get to uh, more of your phone calls right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 